It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. Welcome to Sharks Ice at San Jose, where the Sharks are holding their morning skate prior to their second and final meeting of the season against the Washington Capitals. Well, we have a nice little run, Drew, that the Sharks are on. They beat Vancouver 4-3 on Saturday night. Last 10 games, they're 4-5-1, and one, one game under 500. And in their last six home games, since a 10-2 loss against Pittsburgh, the Sharks have a 4-1-1 one one record, and they've outscored their opponents 19 goals to 14. Big steps forward, in my opinion. I don't know what you think. For me, Danny, I, first of all, if you go back and you look at the last game, they played a whale of a game. This, to me, that was their best effort. They sacrificed. They stuck up for each other. They um, scored some key goals at critical moments. They rebounded from up and down moments, or down moments, I should say. They had contributions, and I heard you and Brett talking about it on the, on the post-game show, on your post-game show. They had contributions from a lot of individuals. That was a total team win. And to me, that game signified, there's your template. That is how you're going to win. They worked their tails off. I mean, they were really good. That, even though that six on five at the end where um, Besser scored the second goal, they were blocking shots. They just couldn't get the clear, which happens. And, and they got tired. They got tired, yeah. But they were blocking shots. They were hustling. They were, they were physical. They showed real sacrifice. Is a word I I hate to use because investment of, in the bit. Yes, that's better. Commitment to um, to to winning that game. And if they would have come out of that game and lost it, we'd have been oh, same old sharks again. Get a lead. Give it away. Not being able to finish. They were able to finish this time. And I f- hope. It signaled to the guys, this is how hard we have to play, and I hope it is the first real step on moving forward this season. But you always know that with every step forward, there are going to be times when that that doesn't get listened to or doesn't get followed. So it's like a stock market chart. There are going to be ups and downs the rest of the year. But the fact that they did all of that against a really, really good team, Vancouver is an outstanding hockey team, one of the best in the Western Conference. That ought to be enough to to at least be a – as you said, a template for the future. And I don't like using the term sacrifice either. The reason why is because when you sacrifice something, you're giving up something you value for something you don't. That's not really what that is. This is more of an investment in something you do value. I I know it's a shortcut. They use the word as a shortcut to try to talk about what they're discussing. And so that way we understand it. But I'm with you on that. I don't like sacrifice. I don't like battle. I'm like John Tortorella in that regard. He doesn't like battle? No. Well, think about his sons and what they they, they served his served his son and served his country 
uh, in the military and he doesn't like the word battle. 50-50 pucks, one-on-one -on -one competitions, uh, matchups, but he doesn't like the word battle. I don't like it. I try not to use it, but every once in a while that hockey vernacular slips out. Yeah. Well, every once in a while you get those military things that get involved, and of course that's because uh, what's going on there is similar to the military in only one sense, and that is you're only as good as your weakest link. You have to all work together, and all of that's true. So, again, it's another shortcut. We're talking about a lot about semantics today. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know me. You and I have had those discussions a lot. I'm one of those guys. I'm a real literal guy. I, I, I don't like I don't like pre-this, pre-that. I, I, I don't like um, one thing, you know, I hate that I've tried to get out of the game, and I think I've been successful. Leaving his feet? Leaving his feet. You can't leave your feet. Where'd you leave them? Are you going to be okay? I don't think you will be if you leave your feet. You can jump. You can elevate, you can leap, you can ascend, but you can't leave your feet. That one drives me nuts. <laughs> I don't know where that started, but it, did, it, did it start somewhere in a small cold rink in Nova Scotia or what the heck happened? I don't know. I heard it on a football game the other day. Heard it on an NFL game. If I would have known the guy, I would have wrote him. I would have texted him right away. You know, that one drives me absolutely nuts. But there's other ones. If you'll know once, you know what, people are thinking, Remenda, you are crazy. You're right. I'm 61 years old, and I'm going to be eventually yelling at people to get off my lawn. And I'm going to be screaming, you can't leave your feet on my lawn. So. <laughs> One thing we do want to talk about is the players are assembling at Center Ice right now for a little uh, pre-practice talk as I go into my golf, golf, uh, me, so, yes. golf voice. He's very close to us today. Is that the Sharks have signed Justin Bailey yes. to a contract? And you and I, during the preseason, when we were calling the action of the games that Bailey got in, we really liked the way he played. We liked the way that he drove to the front of the net, that he did all the little things. And no, we're not expecting Alex Ovechkin or Wayne Gretzky here, but this is a guy that plays the style of hockey that David Quinn and the Sharks need to have to build on what they did the last game. I find it really interesting that they took a you know 10, 12 games or so. To actually 20 games now to, to really figure out what they were going to do cap-wise and whether they really needed to sign him. But they had him in their stable. And I think that that's a really important thing for Mike Greer to have done, to have signed this guy to an AHL contract to take a good look at him. He saw it as an opportunity. And this guy's got NHL experience, so uh, he's not exactly 22 years old. He's, he's an older guy that's going to know exactly what needs to be done. And with Philip Zadina getting put on the injured reserve list with Alexander Barabanov still a little bit slow and Logan Couture not ready to play. I think it's a great move. And I, again, I just really, really like the way he played. Um, that game in Anaheim was one of the last games that we did on the, uh, in the, in the uh, exhibition season. And he played a whale of a game. I broadcast now four CUDA games with Nick Nolenberger and... He has been a standout every single game. He's big, he moves well, he's physical, he has an identity, he understands the way he needs to play to be effective. I love the fact that he can get up and down the ice and he plays with that pushback that David Quinn absolutely loves and we all do, to tell you the truth. I think it's a great thing that they brought him up. I think it's a great thing they signed him. Uh, I can't wait to watch him and, and hopefully be around for a long time as a Shark. I'm hoping so, too. And, of course, he makes his Sharks debut tonight after getting signed to a contract, a two-way deal. So if he goes back to the American Hockey League, that's a financially responsible setup for the Sharks as well. And obviously, in his case, hey, he's got an NHL contract. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Exactly. He just was on an AHL deal. Now they, 
It came into camp on a PTO, I do believe. Yes. And then he got the AHL contract, and now he's on a two-way NHL contract. So it shows you that he has impressed everybody along the way. Well, they've got him right now on a line with Ryan Carpenter. Interesting season Carpenter has had. He's the one-plus player the Sharks have had, even through the tough times of the 20 games. But uh, that's putting him with somebody that I think, as a matter of fact, when they were in the American Hockey League together, they did play together. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. Interesting regarding Carpenter... It was Carpenter, Smith, and LeBanc last game. They didn't get a lot of ice time. David Quinn went to short bench to three lines right away. But in the fourth, or the fourth period, in the third period, that fourth line came out a little later in the game. And they got the face-off in the offensive zone. They got pressure in the offensive zone. They got four-check going in the offensive zone. They gave the Sharks a break that they needed to kind of settle things down because Vancouver's really putting the pressure on. So I've loved Carpenter, I've loved Smith, and I think Bailey is going to be fitting in very nicely with Carpenter. Well, it's going to be interesting. Of course, the Washington Capitals had a five-game winning streak come to an end Friday in a 5-0 home loss to the Edmonton Oilers, in which uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl put on a little bit of a show against uh, one of the greatest goal scorers ever. Now, Ovechkin is three points away from 1,500 in his NHL career. The cynical broadcaster in me comes out and says, what are the odds? Well, we've seen it a lot, you know. I remember Mike Medano, every time he had a record of some sort to set or tie or anything like that, he'd always do it against the Sharks. The key is not give Alexander Ovechkin that chance. Stay out of the box. Don't let him get on that power play. The Caps are struggling in scoring goals, but they are really a good defensive team, which is interesting. That's been their watchword this season. But with a guy like the grade eight on the ice and John Carlson on defense, you know the Capitals are going to be a major threat in the offensive zone. Tune in for all the action tonight. 7 o'clock is our airtime in the Pacific time zone. That's it for our morning skate show today. You've been listening to the Sharks' morning skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.